Quality Matters. We're brought to you by Texas Quality Assurance, where quality management gets simplified. I'm Darcy. And I'm Kyle. Welcome back, y'all. Are we going to talk about the book club again? Yes. Okay. it'll still be going on. The Business Visionaries Book Club. Yes. Y'all are meeting once a month. Uh It's going to be a live stream in the evening. I know you have all the dates set, and you've been putting information out on LinkedIn and People yeah. can come listen to y'all talk about books. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So, yeah, we just take a different book, book each week and how's it, or not each week, sorry, each month. Yes. How's it apply to uh, to your business? That's it. Yeah. So, so I, it'll be a lot of fun. They're very excited about it. Yes. Um, different books. Um, Get to geek out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the guys. They're yes. kicking me out. That's okay. Um, today, <laughs> it's another article. I got, I'm sure from ASQ, it's Quality Progress, <laughs> which I think is their magazine. I think so, yes. Um, this one's a few years old. It's from 97, but I think it's still wow. very much, hey, don't, <laughs> you just offended so many of our listeners. Well, maybe not, because they may be younger. Than, it depends. You offended me, it so depends. stop. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, looking at it, it's funny. You look at the demographics, and it's, um, you know, women uh, are the primary listeners if you go above 35, and men are the primary listeners if you go below 35. So okay. So it's, it's really odd demographics. So as typical, the male co-host has offended all the female listeners. Good job. I'll take that as a compliment. If you can do anything 100%, that's good. All right, back to the article. (laughs) It's about improving the quality of family life. Oh, I like this. And um, I don't know how many of our listeners have family, but... So this is when you got mad at me in the last episode. Okay. Yes. In today's global economy, quality matters. Benjamin Franklin once quipped, The bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. Quality Matters is here to talk about all things quality. So whether you're looking to improve your business, getting ready for an audit, or dealing with failed inspections, tune in, check us out, then get back to doing work that matters. Um, But Kyle and I have three children. Yes. They are 12, 10, and 5, two boys, and then the five-year-old is the girl. Yeah. And, um, It know. was not a whoops. It was a, we don't know what we were thinking. And parenting is hard, yo. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Um, so I knew Kyle would really enjoy this. So you think about a family, and it really is kind of a small organization that you have to run. It is. Um, but there are business practices that you can't put into place or don't work the same okay like um you know you interview who's gonna come and work for you yeah but there's really you don't get to interview your kids for you get them you don't well you don't interview your spouse either i mean i know you go on lots of dates but it's not like a formal selection process yeah you know yeah um You, you get promoted from wife to mother but i have had no chance to evaluate either one of our skills as a parents before that so, yeah, it's kind of a scary situation. There's no training program. Yeah. Well, and you don't even evaluate skills as a spouse before you get married. Yeah. So, um, I'm starting to understand a few things here now. Yeah, and like you said, <laughs> you don't get to interview your kids before they're born. Can we you, fire them? You think about, no. You think about leadership responsibilities. You know, a lot of times in an organization, there's 
one ultimate leader or boss um, in a family. It's shared. Um, a lot of families have extended family living yeah. with them. So then maybe a grandparent is in the leadership role as well, uh, which can become confusing for the child. Yeah. Um, we have you a talked about firing. She, you can't downsize in a family. No, <laughs> no. But I, I swear a five-year-old wants to, to be the CEO. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, she is a girl. Yeah. So she's a little bossy. That show Boss Baby, uh, that's her. So this article talks about, uh, it references a book, Quality Without Tears by Philip Crosby. Um, so if you hear me talk about Crosby later, that's the book that they're referencing. So the article says that the family is more like a service organization than a manufacturing concern. Yeah. And it says service organizations usually do a poor job of documenting defects and yes. families are no different. <laughs> I have actually suggested before that we document when things went wrong at home and what our proposed solution or punishment or action was in result to it. Y'all, I really don't make this up when I say this on the episode that Kyle literally lives this day and night. And that's why I was mad at him on the last episode because I was going to tell y'all how last night there was an incident with well, our well, kids. Tell. tell, they get to hear it again. Okay, so last night there was an incident with our kids. The two boys were fighting. Um, the older one tends to boss the younger boy. And it was just um, a series of bad choices on his part. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> it has come to our attention that I have really lost my patience and at my top frustration level with the oldest one. So when I get to a point that I feel like I can't deal with him calmly anymore... Kyle has said I am to come to him yes. to, to handle it in a more patient type thing. So it got to that point last night. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just clarify. I never raised my voice, but I knew I was about to lose it. <laughs> so I said, Kyle, it's your turn to deal with it. So I had to, you know, list the whole event. And he started, Kyle started with, Jesse, can we even get to the root cause of this? And it's yes. sad. That was my first that thing I said. Our child knows what he means by root cause. Like he knows what that means. And at first he looked at him confused because in in Jesse's eyes, our oldest son, the root cause was his first bad choice that evening. Right. And Kyle pointed out, as he pointed out in the last episode, that you know, well, what what about before that, before that, yeah. before that, and for the last ten years since your little brother was born, right? You know, like we can't get to the root cause at this point. We just got to move forward and handle what's happening. Yep. So, um, so there is a quote from Crosby's books book that I'm going to read. It says, people are carefully conditioned throughout their private life to accept the fact that people are not perfect and will therefore make mistakes. By the time they seek an industrial life, this belief is firmly rooted. It becomes fashionable to say people are humans and humans make mistakes. Nothing can ever be perfect as long as people take part in it. And so it goes. And people do make mistakes, particularly those who expect to make some each day and do not become upset when they happen. You might say they have accepted a standard that requires a few mistakes in order to be certified as a human. Okay. So you're conditioned that it's okay to make mistakes. Um, now, the process, on the other hand, 
is there to identify mistakes and have actions to correct them and put additional measures in to prevent them in the future. Yes. So people are imperfect, but the process can be damn near perfect. Can be. Can be. So the article talks about we have to, as parents, realize that there is an increased importance put on quality now. Okay. Okay. And we have to instill that idea in our children. And we have to let them know that it's possible to do things right the first time without making mistakes instead of accepting like, oh, you can do better. You can do better. You can do better. I'm, I'm liking where this is going. Um, so this article was written by a married couple, Laura Cook and Jack Cook. So as parents, okay. they have three basic tasks that they say they have to use to motivate their children to continually improve. The first one is to establish the requirements, (laughs) which are our expectations that the children are to meet. The second one is supply the wherewithal that children need to meet those requirements. Okay. And the third one is spend time encouraging and helping them meet those requirements. Okay. Okay. Um, so in order to be successful of this, and I think just like in a business, you have to be aware of what your children's needs are. Mm -hmm. And I think same thing in the business, you need to be aware of what your employees needs are. Yeah. Um, so this couple communicates the following fundamental messages. Do it right the first time. Always do your best and knowledge is power. So we're going to talk about those three things. Um, do it right the first time. Well, I find my, I'm going to interject real quick because I find it interesting the order she put those in because you find in business, <clears throat> oftentimes they are placed in the reverse order. You need to spend time learning, studying, try your best, and then get it right. And I just find it very interesting how the order is reversed here. And I personally like it because your goal should be in case. Yeah. So. Um, so the first example she gives on do it right the first time is their son who was, I guess, nine at the time of this article. They did a spelling test each week and they had a spelling book mm-hmm. and each, unit, you know, we remember this from back when we were in school and each unit was uh, in the book and each week you did one unit and the next week you did the next unit. So all mm-hmm. the, the things, the words were there and they gave a pretest on Monday. Yes. And then the final test on Friday. Yes. Okay. I misspelled the word misspell. I believe that. So their son, they realized this. And so they had their son bring home the spelling book on Friday Mm -hmm. and study the words over the weekend Ah. and take the test on Monday to do it right the first time. Um, After the son aced several Monday tests in a row, uh, the teacher wanted to talk to the parents and said that kids don't really study the words and they have two chances and could you please stop having him study the words over the weekend What? and the husband said you know isn't this the point that they learn how to spell the words and he's doing it so what does it matter and um she said something to the effect that like it's affecting the other kids i was trying to look exactly what she said trophy culture exactly (laughs) her concern was how my son's performance might affect the other children's perception of the quality of their work. Interesting. Um, 
Interesting. I well, don't know how that wound up, but um, so that was an example of their do it right the first time. If you can do it right the mm-hmm. first time, then do it right the first well, time. This is one of my, you know, whenever we go through and set up a, a management system, you always have to set up your quality objectives. And people always have a hard time figuring out, well, what are my objectives need to be? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's some basic ones um, that, that you kind of default ones you can go to. But one of my favorites is to do it right the first time. And how do you measure do it right the first time? Well, you take the total number of operations you performed, and you take the total number of reworks, and you get a percentage out of there. Right. How many of the operations were reworks? And you set yourself a goal of we're going to have only this many reworks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is always do your best. Okay. But when we're dealing with our kids and employees in business, we have to recognize that not everyone has equal abilities. Yeah. Um. And so when you do your best, it instills pride. They reference Deming, mm-hmm. and he stressed in his 14 points for management, barriers that stand in the way of pride of workmanship should be removed. And he specifically frowned upon um, the performance appraisals and said they should be yep. taken away. Agreed. Um, and then she talks about a parent, as a parent, we get wrapped up in the moment, and mm-hmm. I think of like when I tell my kids to clean their room, <laughs> and you go in, it looks much better, but then you see like, oh, there's still trash yep. over here, and there's this, and that's what you point at. That's what I point out, right? And you say you still need to do this, you still need to do this, because we don't have time to say, right. hey, good job. We'll tell you good job when the job is done. You should have done it right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's there's also a, a common practice that I've seen put into place here is. You know, they, they call them 360s. Okay. Now, in the corporate world, these things get abused and they just turn into a joke. But the idea is really fantastic is you give someone a process to do, but you have, before you gave them the process to do, you have already defined your success metrics and you've already identified things that they need to check for nonconformities. So they go through themselves and say, I have met these success metrics. And I have mitigated these possible nonconformities. And then they turn it into you saying, I certify I did this and I did it well. And that puts just a little bit extra onus on them because, like, they're Mm -hmm. doing the same check you do. Well, and so that's what they talk about is to let their older son evaluate his own performance. Yes. Um, And then that gives him more pride. It encourages them to have higher expectations for themselves and they've learned that mistakes are caused by two factors, a lack of knowledge and a lack of attention. Yes. So I tend to agree with that. When I tell my sons to clean their room, my daughter just, I don't have hope for her yet <laughs> when I tell her to she, clean she's, her room. She's missing on the knowledge and attention. The oldest one has will. gotten better. But when I say clean your room, I mean, that means something different to them. It does. Because they're okay with trash on the floor unfortunately well, and you know to what degree is is clean you know you've got tolerances in work right so the case here is that our tolerance for messiness is different than his tolerance for messiness yes and, so and, he, and when he says <coughs> his he's we know we're both referring to our middle child <laughs> <laughs> yeah because yeah. um, he would literally live in a pigsty <laughs> yeah clean his room is often throw everything under the bed or in the closet or I have seen before, throw everything on the bed and put his covers over them. <laughs> okay, send help, y'all. Yeah. Um, okay, and the third thing <laughs> is knowledge is power. And 
that just emphasizes that become knowledge by becoming knowledgeable, you're capable of continually improving. You are. I, I would like to add a little bit to that, though. You know, like especially if you go through and read uh, Proverbs and Psalms, there's three words that come up over and over and over and over, and it's knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. And these are three very different things. Um, and you really want to get folks from the knowledge realm into the understanding realm as quickly as you can. Because I think our kids do know what needs done with their room, but they don't understand why it's important. Right. And I'm just going to pause and say we're going to go over time. So, you know, I hope you have a little extra time to listen oh, really? today. Because we still got. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So then she goes on to talk about two other quality principles that are important you know, that transfer to the home, clearly defining expectations. I think we've been harping on that already. We've talked about that a little bit. She gives the example of when they had a newborn baby and um, he would cry. So she would bring him to bed to feed him and then he would sleep in the bed. And so then he would learn, like, if I get hungry and I cry, I get to sleep in mom and dad's bed. Yes. And, And she says that, like most business practices, the change occurred slowly over time mm-hmm. so that no one really caught on as it was happening, that that's yep. what was happening until it had already happened. Yep. And then it's instantiated in your culture. Yeah. And so, you know, she took, said it took about a week, but they were able to take care of that. Um, and the second quality principle is that the cause of poor quality is in the system. Yes. So going back, we're using Clearly the example. <laughs> clearly reading different same example of cleaning the room you know like we haven't given him a list of expectations and mm-hmm. how can you fix non-conformities and things such as that now, and she gave an example is continue all improvement because right. i'm probably going to go home tonight and give jesse here are the uh success criteria I expect you to make here are the common non-conformities i want you to look for you mean in dealing with his brother no, and dealing with his room. Well, he's done a really good job of his room lately. Uh, well, and that's true. Okay, it's the other one. That, it's yeah. Eli, and Katie's not quite ready for yeah. that. So she talks about how they gave their son basically a chore chart kind of a thing for different duties. Um, and at the bottom of the chore chart, it says, when I get blank number of happy faces, I get blank. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so it's for the whole week, and then you could erase it and redo the week. So they decided he had to get 45 out of 49 happy faces, which when I read that, I was like, well, that's a lot. Um, But he learned to work the system because one day she (laughs) said, hey, your bed's not made. And he said, oh, it's okay. I've done everything else. I can miss this one. (laughs) I like this kid. (laughs) So they built a system that allowed for the defects. Yeah. And the son learned and adhered to the expectations. Yep. But said, eh, I can pick which four I want to miss and still get my reward. Um, <laughs> so now they have modified the system and he has to get all 49 happy faces. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like uh, Simon Sinek talks about this all the time with, uh, you know, corporate incentives and whatnot is people will work towards what you incentivize them towards. Yeah. And what your intent with that incentive is not the same that they receive they they hear and understand it differently than what your intention yes. was yes you wanted them to get to a certain goal 
they want to get the incentive. Right. And those two aren't aligned all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, she talks about personal quality checklists, which they read in a book called Quality is Personal. Um, you can't reduce the number of defects if you don't count them. Yes. Which is what you were talking about. Yes. So in that book, the authors state two cautions when creating a personal quality checklist. The first is that each standard must be defined in such a way that it is easy to recognize a defect. There should be no gray areas. Yes. The second is that if you include items that take up more time, called activity expanders, you must make sure that you plan for other activities to take less time, waste reducers. Yes. So, for instance, she created her personal quality checklist, and number one was be on time. Mm -hmm. Pretty easy to measure. Number two, handle all correspondence once. So don't, you know, put it in a pile, and I'll come back to this. Um, exercise at least three days a week for 30 minutes. Do not eat after dinner. And do not hit the snooze alarm in the morning. I like it. So Simple all rules. easily measurable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once you, she talks about once you begin changing those behaviors, using quality principles, then you start finding other ways. Mm-hmm. It's just a natural follow-up to start looking for those. Well, yeah. Again, it goes back to the, the culture thing. Is you're creating, this is the mode of behavior that I am in, and it will gain momentum. I mean, the smallest tweaks and changes will have large impacts and results. Yeah. So in business, most problems are caused by the system. At home, yep. we created the system. The parents created the system. Boo. So we can't, we can't be mad. <laughs> so we're responsible for correcting them. Um, you know, typically managing a family is not looked at from a quality perspective, but obviously it would be helpful if it was. So what I'm hearing is that I need to create a little mobile app for us for family nonconformities and corrective actions. Oh, wow. That's what I'm hearing. Maybe I shouldn't have brought this one. I need to create a little mobile checklist that the kids can have on a device, and they can go through that and check the room. That means you have to give them a device. I will limit the access to it, have only the app on there, and then they can go in and check all of the success. I don't need to do this. Hmm. I think they might actually like it. <laughs> they might. <laughs> Maybe we have a whole new idea for another business venture right here. It's a new app. <laughs> and you can add the modules that you want. The, like, what is a clean room to you? Does the bed have to be made? Is all the trash picked up? Are there Legos on the floor? Ooh. Is your closet cleaned out? What are their chores? Ooh, I'm liking this. Except everybody else just heard it. They might create it. They might. But I find that most people stop at the idea phase. Most people don't go further. I'm actually considering this, but we'll talk about that later. (laughs) All right. Well, if you have input on this quality management for your family app. Yeah. Contact Kyle. Yeah. Or if you want in on the ground floor. (laughs) (laughs) Free app, but uh, you can add buy add-ons. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do the freemium model. Yeah. Ah, fun, fun, fun. Okay, we'll talk about that more later. All right. Well, thanks for listening, (laughs) y'all.
Thanks for listening, y'all. If you have enjoyed this episode, like what you heard, or took away something uh, good from it, be sure to comment and subscribe to the podcast. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Android, Google, you name it, we're there. Feel free to connect with me directly on LinkedIn. You can find me there, Kyle Chambers, and we hope to hear from you soon.